Now, here comes the music. We are go for launch in booster ignition. Four, three, two, one, zero. We have liftoff. Yes, yes, yes. What's going on, Cowboys Nation? Welcome to Season 1, Episode 7 of the Stargaze Cowboys Podcast. I am your humble host, Mr. Will Skywalker Still. Here, as always, with my OG, Big Game James. He's in the building! What's going on, OG? <laughs> That's why I love you. See, the old school cast, we don't do that. See, with you young school guys, y'all throw that you. in there, get y'all excited. You feel you. me? We got the flyer intro coming with the flame on, and then you come with that. Just give me the intro like that. I feel like a million bucks ready to talk some Cowboys football. Let's go. Got you. See what I'm saying now? You look, he, he, he like, I figured out something today. I'm going day. hammer time today on the Hammer. Podcast. Hammer. Oh, good. Bring it on. Bring it. Hey, that's, real quick, let's get some updates on the Dallas Cowboys. Some happenings. Um, there was a fire in Cowboys Nation. Oh, Lord. Uh, but it wasn't Jason Garrett. Mm. Oh, you knew that ain't happening. I he won, boy wanted to get all the way to the end. I know. I did get a little excited because I thought Cowboys cut. I thought I was going to say Cowboys fire, but Cowboys cut Brett Maher finally, as The Rock would say. He has been cut after missing 10 field goals on the year, kicking like 68% or 69%. 10 missed field goals. That leads the league. Long overdue, right? Super long overdue. And it's funny because, uh, you know, like, you know, uh, Jimmy Johnson said, I think this past Sunday on uh, – uh, Fox, he was basically saying that, you know, Jerry does listen to the fans and oh, yeah. he has been listening and he's been hearing the clamor every week and he's tired of hearing that Brett Maher. He doesn't want to hear the Brett Maher thing. So, you know what? Uh, last week when they were talking about Jason Garrett was like, yeah, we're going to look at some kickers and the head front office said, no, he ain't. And then Maher goes ahead and shanks it again. Well, now the fans are going nutty and going crazy and they're not trying to hear that no more. So to save face, what does Jerry do? Well, like he always does. He says, okay, I'll make a knee jerk or drastic uh, cut to make you guys feel better so I can make you guys be quiet for at least a couple weeks. As if that's going to get us to be yeah, quiet. But, uh, <laughs> but he thinks it is. So he'll go ahead and cut him. And then what happens, like I said, if he miss, this new guy misses uh, two or three field goals in a row, then what? We'll then, be you know what I mean? Clamoring to fire him. The new guy you're speaking about is kicker Kai uh, Forbath. He's been Mm -hmm. floating around the league on a number of teams. I think he was on the Vikings uh, at one point. He was on the Redskins at one point. Ain't got cut. Possibly the Steelers. (laughs) Ain't got cut. Yeah, he's he's been floating around. Um, But for me, this was, like I said, this was long overdue. The guy needed to go. Even if Kai Forbath comes in and he's not as good as Brett Maher, so be it, man. So what would be the point then? The point is, you cannot continue to. If he's just as bad, though, if he's just as bad, what would be the point of cutting my heart? The, the here's the point: is you cannot continue to let people play this bad and feel like it's okay. Uh, and that's how I feel about coaching, but sp- specifically the players. He was so bad that this man, after the game, we talked about it on Friday. After the game, said, "I can sleep well at night because I kicked the ball pretty good, sir. You cost us points in like six straight games." How, how can you sleep at night? You know why we said? Because he felt secure in his position. There's no fear on that team. And what is the one position? No one who cares if you cut the kicker. No one cares if you cut the kicker, right? But mm-hmm. if that's the message we got to send, then, you know, whatever. But at this point, that we're going to have to message. dig ourselves. It's really not. But we're going to have to dig ourselves out of the grave because we're starting to dig it down there, man. Did you I see that? We won yesterday. I was just about to say, did you see that Eagles game last night? Yeah, I said bits of pieces. I didn't uh, watch the whole game. I oh, really watched mainly the, mainly the end. But, you know, I mean, it's the Giants. They suck. They're not a good team. It was a disaster. Um, so just because they had the lead early, uh, you would see the flaws later because they're not a good team, and you saw the flaws come out. And even though Philly has been struggling, they still are the better team than the Giants. Oh, and they right. should have right. won that game, and that's what happened. I mean, even though they were playing bad, the talent overran and overcame. And so now it is what it is. Um, it's coming down to, like we said week before, 16. Um, week 16, playing the Philadelphia Eagles. That's how we're getting into the playoffs. You lose, we're not going. You win, we are. Back to Mundo. Uh, some more updates on the Cowboys. Uh, Cedric Wilson got hurt towards the end of that game on Bad Thursday. Thing. Yeah. 
and he is out for the rest of the year. They put him on IR. It's looking like he's a and lost cause. And it's a late cause. injury. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he's about a lost cause. I don't know how he makes this team next year. New coach. Yeah, I mean, because you got to come back from a ma- uh, major injury, another one. Another one. Um, and this two years in a row, and it's just like you already got – let me bring up a person that nobody even talks about, Noah Brown. Oh, they were, they we, we, talked the about, we talked about him at the beginning you know, of the we year. We definitely do, but, you know, people was getting on me because, oh, he could play the most you can block, man. Shut up. No. Listen, yeah. we, we, Noah Brown should have never, never made the roster. They should have figured out somebody else to keep on the roster. You kept him for eight games, and he didn't even get to play this whole year. Why? Because injured again. What, what what's so special about him? Nothing. What frustrates me is that we have a guy, who, in my opinion, who is really good, uh, a specialty player, Devin, Devin oh. Smith. Yeah, we but they, he does, they don't feel like he plays special teams. That's why he doesn't get on the game no, game day roster. It's maddening. He so, he could be used on offense. Listen, I love our guys, Gallup, Cobb, and Cooper why don't you activate like him? But you want to keep Tavon Austin on there. Why is Tavon Austin even on the it, roster? I said you know what, even, and, and you know how I feel about Tavon. I feel like he could be a useful player, but they're not using him. So what they're is not the point? No, yeah. If you're not using him, and he doesn't have a big salary, it's just like I said about Tyrone Crawford. No, he, no, no that's different, bro. He, no, they, it ain't different because you know what? They didn't use him. He got hurt, and he was already hurt this whole year. You could have released talking. him. Eight. We're talking about a defensive tackle. If they wanted to be real, right? Adamakan Sue was on the market. Look, oh, well, listen, I would have did that. I'm just 100 saying, times out of 100 times. That's what I'm talking about. You could have cut a Tyrone Crawford, but you didn't. You had the love for him. He was end up being hurt. You could have saved eight and nine men. You could have used that money to sign Adamakan Sue for a year. Shoot, you didn't even have to cut him to sign a Dominican suit. But I'm just saying, but him. that would that could have helped. That still could have been more money you could have signed for beefy Man, up front. More money, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the reason why I say it's a little different is that Tyron Crawford plays significant snaps for this team. And true. Trayvon Austin plays like five, six snaps a game. What true, is true story? What is the point if y'all going keeping him on the roster? Because he's a because he's a good guy. And that's why this is a good that's guy why team. That's Exactly. Jason Garrett, he's a good guy. Everybody likes Jason Garrett. That's they what I'm love saying. Him. You don't you don't hate Jason Garrett, and I don't hate Jason Garrett. You you can't really hate him. Right. But you know what? What's you know what's really ringing true. I'm not trying to jump on the Garrett thing right now, but just real quick. We can. But you know what, what really rings true when I hear about Garrett? When I listened to David Irving and all everybody was getting on him, and I just felt like David Irving, yeah, he's doing his thing, plants over pills, doing his thing, but I don't think he really just loved football anyway. So that was his his way to go. But when I hear him and I hear Des Bryant, and I'm sure there's other players saying Garrett doesn't relate. Garrett doesn't relate. Did, uh, those did things ring, ring, ring true when I when I see things in, in the game. Even just keeping I, – I don't say you have to be a rah-rah guy, but even when the Rams won their game yesterday, I seen when McVay ran in the locker room. Energetic jumping in there. Hey, guys, let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Everybody – he gets all the guys pumped up. Everybody's in there, starts getting pumped up, blah, blah. You know, and I'm not – Saying yeah. this has to be everybody's style, right. but when I see Garrett going there, great job, man. <laughs> you know, wait, wait, wait. What do we talk about? Yeah, he gives Stand- those very standard robotic speeches. Everybody's which- just sitting there all quiet and shit. No, I want some fucking emotion with these guys jumping in there going <laughs> damn nutty. Well, we just carry ass. Hell yeah, I want my coach going nutty one time too. Jump out of, and that's why I feel like he doesn't relate. And it's, it's robotic. And the team has become robotic. You got everybody giving these robotic we say that? ass answers. Did we say that? It's, it's we said this team, the team. That's why is turning in again. Rob Marinelli had 24 interceptions before he comes to the Dallas Cowboys. Now you got nothing. I said the same thing about uh about Chris Richard. Chris Richard's That's what I'm saying. It morphs into Garrett. Exactly, man. And 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 somebody told me, well, uh, well, not told me, but said, well, what is it going to do? What's the difference with Garrett getting fired now at, at this point of the season? The difference is you won't have this team shackled by the Garrett way. And I'm not saying everything that Garrett does is bad. Like he he people, like I said, they they love Garrett in that locker room. He isn't. He's a smart guy in the sense of he's not going to do anything stupid. He's not going to say anything stupid. And behind the scenes. He is a tough guy behind the scenes. We saw that in the in the um, all or nothing, right? We saw that. Uh, propaganda. Possibly, possibly. Um, but what could happen is you got a conservative type of coach, and I don't care about oh he went far on fourth and fourth and whatever or the nineteen. I'm not hearing that. That's not, when I say conservative, I mean the game plan. I mean his persona. Everything about him is conservative, and we know he's about hey we got to be careful. Everything is be careful, and I feel like that's trickling down to the defense. Hey, play back, be careful because we don't want to we don't want to give up anything deep. Hey, oh uh, we're not going to blitz. We don't ever blitz, and when we blitz, it's Totally telegraph. It's nothing. What did he say? He said, we don't want to do anything 
um, schematically on defense that is different because it's hard for us to, to, to execute it. Are you kidding me? His, his everything is about basic stuff and out executing you and not out scheming you. And that is happening throughout maybe that's the entire Ron Marinelli. team. That's maybe that's why Ron Marinelli is still there because his scheme is, even though it has, <clears throat> it's, had, it's not complex. It's, successful, it's not complex and it's been successful. But the reason why it's successful, because you have the players that can do it. You had the players, all world players that can execute that type of offense that you want. The Cowboys don't have those players, especially in that front defense. line. We don't. We had an Antoine Woods. He's average. You got a, a Chris Covington. He's okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Kerry Hyder. He's okay. You get what I'm saying? We don't have the the all world players. Demarcus Lawrence. He's uh, doing good this year, but we understand the sacks. But I mean, he's not a Simeon Rice. Honestly, beyond beyond mm. the actual players he's we not have, Peppers. What's maddening is the approach to that position, the approach to the scheme. We do not value the safety position. We do not value the defensive tackle position, and it we see it year after year come back to but bite you, us in the ass. But you know what also it is? It's the discipline. Like I told you before, it's the discipline of the team because when I listen, I just listen to – Which is to, strange because Marinelli don't play. Well, here's the thing. When I listen to the L.A. Rams, and I here's whenever Dallas plays the opponent, I listen to their um, – radio shows a little bit. I don't really listen to radio shows a lot, but I'll listen to what they say a little bit and I'll go read their, you know, what they're talking about, what their writers are talking about with the team right. and get the beat of the team. Um, and just when I was listening to Clay Matthews and those guys and when, uh, when they won that game against the Seattle Seahawks, a lot of them were saying the same thing. We made sure we stayed disciplined. We stayed gap integrity. We stayed in our lanes. We didn't play our own way. I said multiple. I heard Hero Dante Exactly. I heard uh, Dante Fowler say that. I heard Clay Matthews say that. We didn't play our own way. So when I saw see the Cowboys and I see them not staying gap integrity, I see Malik Collins Ugh, um, playing his own way <clears throat> because he's trying to get sacks. And I'm not even trying to bust on Malik Collins, but let's not act like it's real. He doesn't like being a run defender. He's a pass rusher. That's it. And he doesn't offer uh, – the biggest, best game I've seen him play all year was the Philadelphia Eagles when he actually stepped up in that run game. He right. actually stuffed the run lines. Other than that, they don't stay uh, disciplined in their gap integrity, and they stay in those trying to get to the quarterback, trying to get a sack. And I understand it. But then but the teams understand it, and then they're starting to draws. They kill us with screens because they know what we're going to do. See, I think we're the we're, – we're, the reason why you're hearing all that is because you have a – defensive mastermind if there was a defensive uh, coordinator hall of fame Wade phillips would be in it um Wade phillips is a defensive mastermind he is a type of guy that's not going to give you the same thing every week but what are we going to do we give you the same thing every week and we say just like we did with linhan's offense we're doing it with this rob Marinelli defense you got to go out there and beat your man you got to go out there and out execute them instead of schematically trying to beat the player instead of saying or, or beat the offense instead of saying hey they don't do this well or they do do this well let's take it away or let's put pressure on them this way. We don't do that. It's come out and run the same thing. You're not going to see that from Wade. Wade and and somebody and Bill Belichick and all these guys, they're going to go from game to game. They're going to try to take away what you do best and your I secondary understand. guy. I feel you, but yeah. our talent is overrated right now too. I agree. It is, but you know what? You know, Xavier uh, Woods is not playing good. He's not, but I still feel like with a different scheme, a different – not even got to be a different scheme, but just – Different coaching from top to bottom on both sides. We have enough talent to be a top team in the NFC. Point blank. We period. do have enough time to be a top team in the NFC. You don't have but, to be the all they, all pro team. Right, we don't. But like I said, there's just to me, and I'm I, I just feel like I can't nobody even tell me any different because I've just seen the game enough to see. I just feel like there's just the guys aren't disciplined on the field. Enough. When you have um, a number of Dallas Cowboys have 104 missed tackles, leads the league. Leads the league. When you when you lead the league in tackling, you have Van Der Esch who has 14 and he's missed what three games. Yeah, and he still leads the team. That's crazy, and that's supposed to be one drastic, of our players. The drastic Don Lee, last year, who bro. I've been telling people, yeah. I, I what did we, we say? We said that that I Eagles game him. was an anomaly. Yeah, but I said cut him at the beginning of the year. Right, but right. I understand but I mean, after why. He had I understand a the good depth. Games. I understand the depth issue. I understand why you kept him for the depth. But Sean Lee is not Sean Lee no more. He's a shovel. So he has 12 missed tackles. He's almost. Man, put Joe Thomas out there. Stop playing. He had, he had one game where he, he was like, ooh, Sean Lee. But that was against the Giants. Eagle game. After too. that, when we played against good teams, he looked bad. Yeah, man. It, 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 this is kind of goes back to what I said on my video after Thanksgiving. I said, 
that this team, specifically the offense, but in general, really, when you look around it, if the top players are not having amazing games, almost historic games, you're gonna get blown out. We don't win. You know what I'm saying? We get blown if, out. If if they have these <laughs> games, they're winning. If we don't, they're not winning. That middle part, that's coaching, guys. That is coaching. When your top guys aren't having amazing historic games, we need the coaches to help them. The, just because they're Amari Cooper or they're Dak or they're Zeke, that does not mean that they don't need help through coaching or game planning or schemes or what have you. And we don't have that middle ground. That's the difference. And we see it year after year. When the top guys are doing their, doing their thing, we're winning. When they are not, we're just losing. Enough to keep Garrett around because ah, we just lost by eight points when they ran for 300 yards on us. Ah, We just lost by two points against the Saints. No. No. We shouldn't be losing these games. Not any longer, but, you know. You, you know what Jerry need to do? Jerry need to go down there and tell him. Get your damn act together. <laughs> <laughs> tell him, Jerry. <laughs> tell him. Uh, yeah, Jerry needs to get his damn act together. Ugh, that's a whole nother because, show. You know, that's a whole nother thing. You know, he talked about how he said he, uh, you know, he just basically killed my spirit once again when he said, I don't care what anybody said. I ain't going to never not be the GM. Uh, hey, Jerry. I don't like your attitude. He don't <laughs> like your attitude, the game. I mean, I feel you, Jerry. <laughs> Hey, let's get into this Rams Cowboys. Rams v Cowboys at home in Texas. Um, it's kind of weird because, in a way, the game matters for morale, but in the win loss column for the I mean, division, like a mile while you're talking, it, it don't really matter. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I hate to say that. I hate to say that Cowboys Nation, but this game in in the win loss column for the division doesn't matter, and that sucks because I feel like. They felt like that against the Bears, and we saw no we, – we, we didn't see anything from them. They, they had no urgency out there. Even the first drive, it took 17 plays, the longest drive in, in the in the league on a year. And after that, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Why can't we do – why do we always – we still – It's either we of, don't do nothing in the first drive or we do something in the first drive. And, but here's the thing. Whenever we do something in the first drive, why is it always 12 to 14 to 15 plays? Why can't we just get a five-play drive and get in and get out of there and score? You know, we're – I mean, like I said, I know, you can be the number one offense when you have a 17-play drive and you chunk up all them damn yards. But yeah. what I was worried about is getting all the way down there and don't score because that's what we're known for as well, making 15-play drives and missing field goals. That – and and we talked about this the other day about the reason why I think we have the number one offense is because we can't generate turnovers. We don't start field. We have the worst field starting field position, um, and everyone wants to say, "Oh, the Cowboys got this and that on offense." Well, yeah, when you got to drive 70, 80, 90 yards every single play or every single drive, that's going to happen. We have a good offense. Like when I say offense, good offense, we have good players. They're going to make plays, so they're going to get yards. But like you said, we're not punching in down there. But as usual, when we do this tale of the tape. Uh, big game James is going to take on the defense, and I am going to take on the offense. Uh, you want to start off, or you want me to start off? How you want to do it, bro? Yeah, we always go with defense first. Defense wins championships. Defense wins championships. And let's talk about that defense, which I still like it. I know it's not the greatest, but, oh, man, I like uh, it. I mean, statistically, it's the same as the Cowboys. If you really look at it statistical, statistical, ugh, I can't get it out. Statistically wise. Uh, it's the same. I mean, as far as the numbers go, if you look at the ratings, but uh, you saw what they did against Seattle. Um, I mean, even in the first matchup, uh, it was a tight game 2019, but obviously Russell Wilson went nuts on him in that game. He threw for four touchdowns in that game, really kind of lit him up. But they didn't have Jalen Ramsey there as well. Nope. And I think he has made a difference, um, basically, I think, with the mentality. Um, I think he's, you know, once he started getting into their scheme. He and should kinda, be a cowboy. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's all another story. <laughs> but, you know, they, the Rams said, you know what, we're going to make another bold move. We're trying to get to another Super Bowl. We're trying to make another Super Bowl run. We didn't, we can't stand back. I applaud them there for and that. Got him. Um, and, and, you know, and I think he's going to, uh, you know, make them better as long as he continues to grow with the team. And I think you saw that effect against the uh, uh, Seattle Seahawks. I don't think Russell Wilson threw a touchdown. I think that's his first game. He hasn't threw a touchdown all year. Yeah, they have, that's the first time they haven't scored in, I think, a couple years. Yeah. I, I touched so, down, I mean. Yeah, so in the end, the uh, uh, Rams had five sacks in that game. Dante Fowler uh, set a career high. He had a one-and-a-half sacks, but he set a career high for nine sacks um, on the season for them. He was a great pickup in addition. I think he was a midseason pickup last yeah, like, year for them. From the Jags, just like And uh, I Jay. actually wanted him. I wanted, I've always liked Dante Fowler, even when, you know, when he was at uh, Florida, right? I believe he was at Florida. Yes, third I liked him at Florida. overall pick. 
yeah, I liked him at Florida a lot. Um, I always kept my eye on him, and when he was made available, I wish the Cowboys would have went after him. Uh, they did not, and he's in the Rams, and, you know, like I said, he's having a career high now because I, I think he's a good player. We also know about uh, – well, let me give a few of their ratings right now, you know, while I'm talking all this. Right. They're eighth ranked in total yards, okay? They are 10th against the pass, uh, 12th in rushing yards, um, 11th um, overall in um, uh, points – points allowed i think they're at 20 with the cowboys as well so you know you can score on them but they haven't had a lot of games where they've given up a lot of points their defense has been competitive really in all the games yeah, except those two blowouts um with the tampa bay buccaneers which i think that was just kind of crazy. an anomaly and it was before yeah. jay uh yeah jalen ramsey. ramsey got there and it was it was kind of like they were running through the league and i think they just really were thinking this is Tampa Bay. They suck. Right. We're going to kill them. And Tampa Bay came in there to surprise them. That's what I'm saying. These these players aren't robots, just like you just said against the Bears. The Cowboys kind of get it. Women there, yeah, we're still in the playoffs if we lose. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And you don't think them players don't have them thoughts? And, and, you know, if we lose, we're still in it. You know what I mean? You don't have maybe that sense of urgency. So maybe that thing happened against that Buccaneers. And I just feel like Baltimore Ravens are a really damn good team. <laughs> Lamar yeah. Jackson is a very good player. Maybe the I don't best think team. They, yeah, I just don't think they had an answer for him. Not a lot of people do have a lot of uh, answer for uh, um, Lamar Jackson, the Ravens and the Lamar Ravens Jackson offense. right now. You get what I'm saying? But you saw how quick they bounced back, and uh, Russell Wilson ain't no uh, you know stale piece of bread. So you saw what they did to him, and I think that gave them even more confidence. They're eight and five. Yeah, okay, this so is not, not a bad <laughs> team, folks. <laughs> this is not it's a not, bad team. It's not like they're six and seven. Uh, or, or or five and you know yeah. they, they are eight and five. And this is the and defending NFC champions that, exactly. in my opinion, got better on defense. So and, and so and and McVay he he's still battling and you know um, I, I give him credit. So uh, of course we all know about the man Aaron Donald. He's a beast. He's a monster. He's um, a problem. He's doing it again. Eleven sacks. I think this is third consecutive year with double digit sacks. He's a beast. You don't see defensive tackles disrupt a game like he does. And uh, now you have Connor Williams out, who actually I thought played pretty well against him in that playoff game. Yeah, um, surprisingly. Uh, it's very surprisingly because he hasn't had the greatest season. It hasn't been bad, but he hasn't been the greatest. I think they just need to figure that out. So we'll talk about that some other day. Who, Connor? McGovernor. <laughs> Connor Williams and Connor yeah, McGovern, all that. We'll, we'll have see McGovern fighting for that. But that, that yeah. that's an offseason That's a whole show. story. Uh, but so I'm a little bit um, concerned uh, because we got XF – uh, XFF in there, so and uh, you know, and you know they're gonna try to uh, see those matchups. Man, he's gonna um, bully him. I'm sorry. And try to exploit that. So I'm a little worried about you know how that's gonna go. So that's that could be a problem in that game. And you know the Cowboys have known. Um, we go away from the run. Lenahanian. I said it on my show a couple of days ago. It's Lenahanish. <laughs> Lenahanish. Sometimes when I see Kellen Moore do these Lenahanish things. Um, so, uh, something to watch and Michael Brockers, even though he only had three sacks, he has 40 over 40 tackles and he's still a threat. You know, he's Michael Brockers has always been a there. good player. You get what I mean? And then they brought over Clay Matthews. Uh, Clay Matthews has did a lot in the tackling game, but he has nine sacks this season. Whew, I didn't and even realize that nine sacks this season. Okay. So, and Clay Matthews is known You're making me nervous, and, man. I'm just saying Clay Matthews is known to give the Dallas Cowboys problems from the green Bay days. And you know, he knows our tendencies. So he's going to go in this game, and the Rams know us a little bit too. So they have a little bit of things on their side about Wade knowing us. and we, knows us. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. And not just that. Here's another big thing about that Wade matchup with us. You don't think Wade Phillips has ever forgot how he got no, done up against the Dallas forgotten. Cowboys? You don't think he's ever got how he got screwed by Jason Garrett and Jerry, Jimmy Jones? I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy Jones, Jerry Jones, how he basically undermined him the whole time? And then you don't think he has great pleasure and those players have great pleasure and they play harder for him in this game because they know how much it means I, me, to him. Let me add on to that about that. And you're right. Players play for their coaches that might have got fired from a different team or a player that might have got let go from a different team. We just saw that with Buffalo. Did you see the video? What they did with Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. Like they, they won the damn Super Bowl. It's, they, it's like they played that entire game for Cole Beasley. For Cole Beasley. That was all for Cole Beasley. And and, and if you look the at the statistics, Cowboys should have knew that, and the Cowboys should have knew that, and they did. If you look at the statistics, 
Um, Wade Phillips has massive success against the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, he knows. He's and two he and zero. Oh, it's personal. And we average about like fifteen points against him. So and it's personal. It's definitely personal. But yeah, it's very personal. So you you see what they're going to bring to the table. So um, even though they had some bad games, a few, most of the games that that Wade Phillips' defense has been good, and he and he's been a great defensive coordinator throughout his tenure in the NFL. Absolutely, hey, not outside, a great head coach. But no, he's a Hall of Fame. He's a nasty defensive coordinator. Outside of um, Jalen Ramsey, they they don't have that. They don't have Lamarcus Joyner anymore at safety, do they? No, they got a uh, Taylor Rap. Rap, that's that's a, that's the young buck that we should also have who's starting to pick it up. And uh, Taylor Rap has seventy eight tackles. Yeah, he he's <laughs> he just got one interception. Um, I think it was last week. Seventy eight tackles, damn good for a rookie. And you still Absolutely. have three games left in the season. And they got who he's not the player who he used to be. Eric Weddle, he's still a player. He's still a guy who's smart. He's still, still a heady who, veteran. He's still who knows the game. He knows tendencies, and he's a guy who can make a big play, make a strip fumble, uh, get an interception when you not think it. So you got to keep your eye on him. Um, so they don't have, like, uh, the guys like you were talking about, but they still got guys. Yeah. And, uh, Troy Hill had a, a pretty good game That's last week. That's a talented week. defense. And he had an interception against uh, Russell Wilson. So now, they, now, they have – Go ahead. I would imagine we'll be the position we could probably take advantage of them at is linebacker. Um, I, I don't really know that they have a dominant guy there or a playmaking guy there. Um, but again, we don't come out and scheme against anyone, so I don't know we'll that we make regular guys look good. Yeah, we've seen that with Mitch Trubisky, so they don't have to have, I, in my opinion, these all-world guys because how many games have we talked about? Hey. This player is out. Devontae Adams is out. Hey, Drew Brees is out. Yeah, the hey, cat from Chicago. <laughs> uh, uh, who's uh, the cat, the young buck that went out, tore his pectoral muscle on the Zeke Elliott touchdown? He went out, and we're like, oh, yes, we got a chance. No Princeton Mukamara, no uh, Akeem, Akeem Hicks, and uh, the, the guy from Georgia. I cannot remember the young guy's name. Oh, uh, um, 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 I know, the linebacker. Yes, Not Lloyd, the other one. But, yeah, he went out, and I'm gonna remember we, his we name didn't even take bit. advantage of it. Because we don't. And like I said, you you have stars that have gone out against us this year, and they still beat us, just like we Dallas has played against rookie coaches. Roquan Smith. Yeah, Roquan Smith. Yeah, Roquan um, Smith, yeah. And it's just like even if we get those dominating players that are doing good to other teams, if they were on our team, we would zap the life out of them. It's just, that's a, it's just a saddening thing. But on that defensive side, it's going to be a, another telling game because – once again, we're, we're, it seems like you have the number one offense, but it's still vanilla. Yeah, yeah, it's still, it's, it seems vanilla-ish, Linehanian-ish, all that good-ish. This might be um, the most empty number one offense I've ever seen. Empty. Like, it's not exciting. It seems like it's predictable again. It is. It don't seem like it. <laughs> Very much so it's, is. It's, it's so predictable again. And it's, wow, it's, it's almost crazy. Uh, because I'm not even hating on Kellen Moore, but it's crazy how this just looks like the same thing. It's it's turning that it's turning into that. It's so crazy because the the first week I know it was against a bad team, but it's not even about who we played. It's about how we played. You thought that oh my gosh, all this pre snap motion, all the, these these new that plays is gone now. It's you don't see any of it. But that is gone now. You don't see any of it. It is gone. It's almost and like, uh-uh, we're going to conservative mode. We are going to try worse, to make it in the playoffs mode. Even worse, the tendencies. And I think this is where this might even be worse. And I, I don't know. I don't have the statistics on it. I don't have the analytics, the advanced stats on this. But just off my feel of what I'm watching, it feels like we're worse in, in regards to tendencies than we were last year. And that's saying something when you have Scott Linehan. And I don't want to rag on Kellen Moore too much. Because I'm not – this isn't really about Kellen. It's just, again, Jason Garrett, your head coach, there is a certain way he's going to play. And it's a certain way a game is going to be called. And I got on Scott Linehan over the years for how he called games and the inability to adjust. Um, I feel like Kellen sometimes adjusts. Not enough. He's still young. but And Kellen calls a decent game. It's not really good, but he calls a decent game sometimes. And I can't be mad at it. But he's young. Why are we putting everything on this cat? But that's what we did. You know, we hired Kellen Moore to be the offense coordinator, and this is where we're at with Jason Carey as a head coach. But yeah, yeah man. I just, I mean, just honestly, to me, it just, 
it is what it is. You know, I stopped giving predictions of games after them jet that Jets game. I knew in my heart, and now it's just I just my thing. Hope hope they get the victory. But when I see other Ooh, teams, this, just like this Rams game, this game is gonna be rough. <laughs> And, and you don't want to even sit there and be like, like we can't beat them because you can. But if you look at the way the team is playing, if you say, well, if you play like that against the Bears, the Rams are going to drop 50 on you. Yeah, absolutely. And matter of and fact, you're going to make Jared Goff look outstanding. Let's talk about that offense and let's talk about that, Jared. Listen, we know the Rams offense. We know what they're going to do. They're going to do a ton of play action, a ton of pre-snap motion, lots of drag routes, uh, lots of concept beaters. Uh, lots of quick getting to the getting to the ball, coming up on the ball and snapping it real fast. They're going to catch the Cowboys off guard probably three or four times in this game. Um, this is what they do week in, week out. It is a tough, tough, tough offense to prepare for because McVay, unlike Jason Garrett, while, yes, they come out and they do things, we're going to do what we do, they also will game plan against your ass, and they will take advantage of you and – we they saw watch tendencies. Yes. All game. They see tendencies, they will attack them in, in immediately. We saw what Matt Nagy did last week uh in, in targeting Jalen Smith. Be prepared. That's all targeting I'm saying. Targeting him. Targeting him. Be prepared. Knows he's not good in coverage. He's a liability. Be prepared. And you can say one I can I'm gonna tell you one more thing about that. I know you said no, he might just I'm telling you, that knee, no matter what you said, I saw it again <laughs> in that Bears game. I saw it again. When I seen that move where Cordell Patterson came right at him and he had a chance to plant that left foot in the ground to make that tackle, he lifted it up and turned the other way and Cordell went past him. I've seen numerous games where he can plant on that knee and he won't do it. Bring up that knee one more time. It's the truth, dog. <laughs> hey, when you it's the truth. Well, People see. won't don't want to talk about it. It is the truth. Well, uh, the Rams, a couple updates for the Rams injury-wise. A couple guys out that are pretty big to them, but some other guys have been playing well. Offensive tackle, Rob Havenstein, he's been out since week 10. Uh, they have a, a young guy filling in for him. Their offensive line actually hasn't been that great. Uh, they're number 24 in uh, pass block win rate on the season. But they're starting to pick it up, as we saw in the last game against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they came out like gangbusters in that first half. Also, tight end Gerald Everett has been out the last two weeks, but Tyler Higby has been stepping up for that guy. I don't Man, know if he's been balling. Yes, he's been he real good a in that beast in fantasy. Game. Dude. Yeah, he's he's absolutely balling, and we'll get to him when I get to the pass we catchers. We have problems with tight ends. Yes, sir. Yes, we do. Um, the raw stats for the uh, the Rams offense: they're eighth in the league in yards per game, but they're number one in yards per game on the road. And mm-hmm. where are they playing on the road? Uh, yeah. In a great environment, and what does uh your boy say, um, Aaron Rodgers? It's uh stimuli. It's stimuli in here. <laughs> it's like walking it's a, in the nice, nice, nice. He said it's a nice su- surrounding country club atmosphere. Stimuli. It's like ah, I'm comfortable. And nice I mean, and if that if, if you don't have somebody, if that's not the most underlying trash talk about oh. to a team ever. I don't know what it is. Not ever. And let me tell you. He's basically just saying, you guys, it's fun over here. We love kicking your ass. And, and, and while Jared Goff isn't having a great year, he only has 15 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. The last thing you want to do. All day. The all last day. thing you want to do is let him get comfortable. And oh, <laughs> uh, we all know about people getting comfortable. Josh Allen, <clears throat> Jeff Driscoll, <clears throat> uh, Mr. Trubisky. <clears throat> You let those guys get comfortable. I they mean, I don't even that. think Jer- Jared Goff is all world, but you let him get comfortable and he gets hot, he's going to pick you apart a little bit. He, he, he's okay. And Sean McVay dialing him up. Mm-hmm. Sean McVay's dialing him up. And, and the receiver, I, it's like, oh, I don't even want to be negative, but did you see the plays they kept running against those Seahawks with mm-hmm. those receivers? We have a problem with those type of plays. Those routes, those we have a top because we don't tackle. The Cowboys are not tackling. So when you see these plays and you know the Rams are licking their chops, when they just watched y'all the last four weeks and they just watched you guys against the Bears, they are licking their chops about what kind of this going to do all kind of trick team, plays, th- th- trick plays against us. Get ready for it. Gotta be trick play. It don't, it I'm have just to saying be. they're gonna do them just for fun. That's it, what they're gonna do for fun. They don't have no, to be. It don't matter if they don't have to. They're going to do it for fun. Rob Marinelli's defense has not stopped uh, Sean McVay's offense the last well, two we times. we know that. So, I mean, I'm just going through the I'm going through the offense. So, Rob Marinelli, you know, he has to come up with something. But 
In 2017, they came into Dallas and they just racked it up on us. And in the playoff game last, we know what they did. 230-some rushing yards or almost 300 yards rushing. It might have been 270. Um, they just ran up and down the field with two running backs. So they, they've got a lot to prepare for. Um, but last week, getting back to this offense, um, was you know, the Jared Goff was his best in the first half of that, of that game. And in the opening drive, he had an amazing opening drive. And that first 15, you know how they, everyone scripts the first 15 plays? Mm-hmm. I, I, honestly, if we if we stop them on their first fifteen, I'll be color me shocked, okay? Yeah, because be they are going to come out fast, fast, fast with the, with their best shot, and I'll be shocked if they if they stop them. Seriously, they're going. And, and, and people need to understand that they're fighting for their playoff lives. Absolutely. they can't afford to lose a game. Yep. So every game that they play is a playoff type game. Exactly, and I feel like so they're going to play like that, and we don't play like this is a playoff game. They're going to be up to play like this, and I wonder if the Cowboys are going to match that intensity because they're going to come into this game of this is a must-win game for us. We cannot lose this game, or we might not make the playoffs if we lose this game. They, and and when you look at the when you look at how they play that, that that's exactly how they come out. They come that's out. That's how they like played in the Seattle game. Tempo. They play desperate. Des- yes. They do. Now they in played the, very desperate. In the second half, they got pressure on golf and he threw a couple of them. He threw a pick six, an ugly one, uh, to Quandre Diggs, and then on the next drive he threw another interception. So you gotta pressure him. When they didn't pressure Jared Goff, he absolutely murdered them. Now he has, still has a high completion percentage, but because that's McVay getting guys open. We just talked about some of the routes that you know the Cowboys have difficulties oh, God. defending. Get ready. Us, Get ready, man. Wow. And it's like you said, it's a it's a lot of the drags, it's a lot of the short stuff that you have to be able to tackle. And we are the worst tackling team in football right now. The absolute worst. You know, so if you don't pressure golf. It's going to be a problem, and they're going to run a whole. It's going to be hard to get pressure on them because they're going to run a whole lot and of play do, action. And, and, right, and they're going to do play actions, or they're going to do draws, and they're going to do screens. Uh, what, what, what the Cowboys are weak at, that's what they're going to do. Them. And they have a running back <clears throat> over there. We had Tony Pollard. They got Henderson over there, and they still got Ty Gurley over and there. Malcolm Brown. Ty Gurley is a is a is a killer of Cowboys. Yes, yeah, Gurley of Ty, loves he, he he loves eating up Dallas. While, while he might not be having his All Pro year, you know, he yes. likes having it against us. So he might right. be having a regular year. And then he'll drop uh, 185 on Dallas. <laughs> Gurley's got 721 yards, nine touchdowns, you know, only 26 receptions. That is a pedestrian year for Gurley, but he still Watch. is Todd Gurley. And this is the Dallas Cowboys who cannot tackle, tackle. a soul right now. And what does Todd Gurley do? He makes people miss when he's on his game. I think he, but he gets up for us. Yeah, everyone does at this point. Uh, we know that, but I just go remember his interview last year or two years ago when he was like, "Yeah, well, oh, ain't y'all? Are we gonna play Dallas? Yeah, we gonna play Zeke? To, oh yeah, yeah, gotta we, yeah, we, yeah, we about to beat y'all. That's yeah, what he said. He did. We about to beat y'all. That's what <laughs> he said to Michael Irvin on national TV. Yeah, we about to beat y'all. He was right. That's embarrassing, dog. He was right. Now that, that I, it, that's the type of stuff that pisses me off, though, Skywalker. That tough, that kind of stuff right there. When you have opposing players on national TV saying, "So confident. oh, don't we play? Don't we play y'all next week? Oh yeah, we're gonna beat y'all because they know they they yeah, know what they works. Know. <laughs> they know we can beat y'all. Y'all are easily to be beat. Yeah, y'all are easily and to you prepare know, for. And, and you know what they're gonna say? Just like if uh we were uh if me and you were playing Skywalker, just like we and you were playing the game. You know what they're gonna say? Y'all got some talent over there, dog, but y'all coaches, <laughs> man. If we got off the field, wouldn't they be saying that? We don't see the talk off the field, right? Yeah. Yeah, you see in the locker rooms what they're going to say to these damn reporters because it's the good thing to say. When they're on their field, they're talking to each other. Man, dog, what the hell is going on with y'all? What's going man? on? I know you nice. Y'all, y'all, got, y'all nice, dog. Y'all got all this talent. How come y'all ain't winning? And you know what they're saying? Man, look at what I'm going dog. You know what's going on over here, man. I just play the game. <laughs> Facts. Facts, man. I but mean, it's real. Let me tell you something, though. The best thing about this uh, Rams offense, I think, is their pass catchers. Um, and I know Cooks has been hurt, but he's still, you know, he's still Brandon Cooks. But their top two pass catchers are Cooper Cup and Robert man. Woods. And man. I think Cooper Cup is one of the best in the league. I don't think he gets enough, enough rep. This guy can run all the routes. He has some of the best hands. Lord, and he'll put and you. There's on, gonna be three of them. It puts you on skates. Three of them, three of them it's, it's, against uh, Awuzie. They're all going to be lined Jordan, up on Awuzie. Jordan's been up and down. Yeah, I mean he's been getting beat by guys like uh, Edelman. 
Um, okay, well, who's who's gonna be going to right? Cooper Cup. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh oh. Uh oh. Cooper Cup's coming. Exactly. Sorry, J. Lou. I love you, but uh, yeah. struggling against the smaller guys. And and man, they're gonna run so much play action. Drag. Boots. Oh play, my goodness. Them drags, dog. You got me drags in the sleep. Drags. And those snag oh, routes that where, word. They, where the where the receivers going the one way and boom, bubble the screens. Other way. Oh. Bubble screens. Get ready. Get ready. And Robert Woods, I, I like Robert Woods' game, man. He's just and he play, he's, and he's workman-like, intense. man. He's tough. He's a tough cover. He's a tough receiver, I and he just USC. makes. When he was in at USC, I really liked him. I didn't. I, I didn't well, even I, think. I, I didn't think nothing. I didn't of think him. he was. I didn't think he was going to do this good in the NFL, though. I thought he'd be a good receiver. And he was pretty receiver. decent in Buffalo. Yeah. So when he got picked up he by the Rams, people were like, he "Whoa!" Didn't get the, he didn't get the opportunities because exactly. he didn't have the quarterback. Exactly. Now I'm not saying golf is good, but he was better than what he had over there. Golf is a thrower, though. He, yeah. he can get you the ball. That's what I'm saying. He can get you the ball. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, you can't sleep on Cooks. He's still a burner, but he's been hobbled all year. Right. So, you know, he may not. He was only targeted twice in the last game, and not, and he's been, he was out a lot prior to that. Uh, so, but, but again, <laughs> with this team. It's just maddening, man. You can't sleep on anyone, on any of and, these bass catchers. And, and what did their offensive line, when they were going against our defensive line last year, they said they knew what we were going to do. Yeah, and, I, and you know what? In the beginning of the show, or the beginning mm-hmm. of uh, this breakdown, I said their pass blocking win rate is 24th. Guess what? Throw it out the window against the Cowboys. They know what we're going to do. Throw it out the window because every team that we think doesn't have a great offensive line, we don't seem they to take advantage of it. They play great against us. Don't seem to take advantage of it. They play great against us. Like I said, we, we, if, you, if you are a player or a team that, you know, want to get out of a slump or, you know, you, you want to have Dallas. a career year, come on to Dallas. Come That'll on. happen. And it's what's so sad about it is it's not just because. And, guys, we're not, we're not this, exaggerating. This has been going on for a very long time. This hasn't just been under Garrett. It's been gone for a very long time. Cowboys teams have been letting uh, players and and teams just come through. Matt Flynn's and just come through and just. Well, that's under Garrett. I'm just saying, um, and just do these type of things. And it's. I always say about the Cowboys, a team we play. This is one thing you're going to hear from the announcers. The first time in X amount of games, the first time well, in first his career, time in history. the well, most yards, in history. and it's it's and, always yeah. something like that when you play the Dallas Cowboys, and it's like, yeah. how are first we the team yeah. to give up all these historical? Why things? is it always Dallas? It's a, Josh Allen, the, his career game against the Cowboys. Jeff Driscoll, amazing. Mitchell Trubisky, just I he's had, the next I, Vic. It's it's so funny how people was coming at me. You know, when I was like, I was talking about Josh Allen when he was playing last weekend, it was like 11 for 22. And I was like, yeah, y'all was trying to hype, type to me about some Josh damn Allen. And he was no. two for 10 for six yards you, to start that Ravens You get what I'm saying? And then I was like, he okay, but don't, don't try to hype him like he't he's good. Just like Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, don't come at me like that. Don't come at me like that. He's not, oh. And you know what? It's crazy. That's why, you know, I would love for, we need to get on air. Big air. You know why? Because Second we're not going to say these things that these these announcers that have played football, y'all know damn well, Mr. Trubisky, just because he's had three good games, you can honestly say it's the Cowboys defense. Are you really going to say Mr. Trubisky has turned the corner? Why don't you say that on real air in the NFL network instead of saying, hey, Trubisky looking good, looks like turn corner. You know damn well when you get off air, you don't believe it. He that. played the, the Lions, which is the worst secondary, the worst defense in the league, and then the Cowboys, who have been just reeling on just defense. Just got off for the last four weeks. So he you, has not turned no corner. He ain't turned no Go corner. against Green Bay and maybe I'll think, uh, no, I'm even never going to think that. Even Green Bay. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not thinking nothing just about Just go look Trubisky. at the, his year. Yes. Just, bef- yes. just look at his year prior yes. to these no, last two I'm, No, I'm not giving that to him, and I'm not giving it to Josh Allen, and I'm damn sure not giving it to no Jeff Driscoll. Okay, now where Dallas I think is going to struggle the most because with our wide receivers, aside from the red zone last week, we usually make it tough. Granted, Trubisky made Patterson look good. I think Patterson got off. Um, Robinson got I, we off. We knew we knew Patterson was going to get off. What's That's the other what one? Does. The young buck Miller. Miller scored a touchdown, so maybe I shouldn't even say this, but I think where we're going to struggle the most is dealing with Tyler Higby at tight end. Because they slip him, and you just forget about him within that play action or that play motion, pre-snap and motion, post-snap movement. He's yeah. going to hit that zone. Yeah, and, and he – Sean Lee's not the same player. And we know that, you know, with Jalen. They're going to exploit him. They're gonna, they have nobody in coverage with LVE. I'll, well, they don't put I – mean, I want to see what uh, Joe Thomas can do at the very least. He right, came in and made a play day, on Mitch. Why can't we 
look, I know they're fighting for playoff lives, but when are we going to start seeing some of these young guys? We're not. Not until they're out, which is not going to be probably that's the terrible. last game of the year. And that's why the reason why things are messed up. Because you, you, you Well, at the end of the day, you still got to put your guys out there. You, you can't still got to put Jaylen. your guys out there, but... I mean, you're not going to bench Sean him. Lee, but I, yeah, let's see more Joe Thomas. <laughs> let's see more Joe you got Thomas. That, you got that rookie Gifford, and you talk about this talent, and you kept him on the roster for one damn reason. Why? Put him Special in there some spot teams. plays. Yeah, I know that, but put him in there some spot plays. These other teams do it. They're not scared. Yeah. I mean, well, those other – You understand what I'm saying, Skywalker, and yeah, you know it. You watch other teams where they, they don't play care guys like they, Joe Thomas. Yeah, if they don't care if it's a rookie or anything, if this guy they think can play – they put him out there and they they let him work. We don't do that because they're scared of giving up the big play. So let's not do it. Let's keep what, our vets in there that are going to keep getting abused. Their thing is we trust Jeff Heath. We trust uh, 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 Sean Lee. There we ain't nobody trust. for us. No else to trust because they don't have nobody else behind them. Well, you said you said play. You said get the guys in there. I'm telling you why they ain't. Because yeah. they don't trust. They don't trust anyone but the guys that they know. They've been here forever. Blah 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 blah. I mean, at this We're point, done. you know, we just overrated this defense. I did. I'll be the first one to say, sure, but that I front still line, think it's enough to do something to be better. Front lines, it's 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 average. I like their, guys, I like our ends. Our ends are really good. They're still top ten in, in pass rush uh, win rate. Um, you you see what what our guys doing, Quinn, the mighty Quinn. You see what you, the mighty Quinn's doing. But but here it's almost like they. It's like they they this. Quinn's got the numbers, but it's almost like this. It just seems like teams. He don't have enough help. Quarterbacks are just too comfortable. No matter they what, step we right have up those, in that pocket. Yeah, and it's how do you not know this? Like when I when I was listening to the Rams, I keep going back to what they were saying. When they were saying they were saying they were they were saying they were saying discipline. We stay disciplined because we knew Russell likes to move up in the pocket. Mm-hmm. We know he likes to scramble. So our number one objective was to contain him and not let him get away. You know what Dallas was saying? Just go out there and do what we do. And you know yeah. what the Bears said? Oh, these dudes don't cover the, the quarterback? About to eat. We are about to eat. Josh Allen ate on the ground. Mr. Trubisky ate on the ground. Jeff Driscoll ate on the ground. <laughs> you I'm sorry. Think. I just, I just, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a defensive guy. I hate seeing an offense, offense play bad. But it disgusts me when a defense plays bad because I've been defensive guy, coached it, and not like I'm like an all-world guy. But I, defense is my thing. When I right. played the game, defense was my specialty. I played cornerback. When I played basketball, I love shutting oh, people I'm down on basketball, defense. Basketball, that was me. Defense. Uh, I, I, I love. They used to call me the minister of defense. You know what I'm saying? Because I used to love <laughs> shutting you down. I could, I could I could score on you, but I really love getting you one on one, especially if you're you a good player, and, and and shutting you down so you ain't saying nothing the rest of the game. I took it personal. And I just I feel you, hate bro. seeing this defense playing the way it plays because it looks like the effort was so lacking in this Bears game. Um, that Cordell Patterson, when they threw that quick screen to him, just epitomized it. It almost reminded me of when Wade Phillips, when they gave it up in the Green Bay game, and you knew it was over, and they're like, all right, he's about to get fired because they just and that, and, and that's, that's what it, it felt like. It feels like this right now. That's and, what it felt like. And, and when you look at the Rams in totality, they – they, if they, they drop like 50 points on us, why are you still here? Not even, hey, it's it's not even about you no more, Garrett. It's not even about you no more. Well, it's too, if you get 50 points dropped on you, uh, we know that. But it's just like, if you get 50 points, don't get 50. And I'm not, I don't know why this word number keeps coming in my head. Lord, get it out of my head. Don't let 50 come. <laughs> it better not. But what I'm saying, though, if you look at their offense, it hasn't been great all year, really. But lately they've been finding a little bit of success, and that's why I think this is horrible timing for Dallas to go up against this team because we are struggling on defense. And you get a coach like Sean McVay who already has a bunch of success against uh, the Cowboys. And he's, he's excited. He's the type of guy to see something like that and be in the lives. lab. And he'll be in the lab all day and light on like, oh, I got this play. We're gonna try this play. They 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 do this every time. Let's 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 set them up. Let's run this play like a dummy play. That's what the Rams are gonna do. Let's run a dummy play at them right quick. Let's see. Oh yeah, they'll fall for it. Boom. Next play, let's run it. That's what it. they'll do. Like I said, when I see Mitch Trubisky, that just burnt my soul. When I see Mitch Trubisky go after Jalen Smith first time and then say, Oh, yes, we got it. Point right to the tight end. <laughs> That's so funny like, you say that. Let's go after him again and three straight times on my wow. notes my matchup to watch is higby on the linebackers and i have here wow. chicago tar- targeted jalen uh smith mcveigh will too <laughs> mcveigh wow. is going to 
he's gonna come out or a guy now. He's going after that knee. You don't believe it? I don't believe that man. What I okay. say? Say that knee one more time. Okay. I'm loading up. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'll go ahead and load it up, but you see when them quick cuts come. <laughs> nah, man. This this game feels like easy pickings for the um, the Rams offense. It really does. So I feel like our offense is going to have to pick up, keep up. I just really do. Yeah, we're going to have to score forty. It's going to have to be a shootout. Please let I hope. I hope this is not another game where Dak is throwing 40 times a game. Well, get I ready. I feel for like it. it is. <laughs> get ready for it. <laughs> and no offense, I feel like man. we're going to abandon the run what did real we early. Say like, three weeks Linda ago. Hanny-ish. Linda Hanny-ish. I we're said, abandon the run quickly. Linda Hanny-ish. I said three weeks ago, I said going into the uh, Patriots game, I said, listen, man, I love what Dak has been doing this year, but this is a time of year we need to start running the ball. Look at the schedule. We're going up to Foxborough. We're going to Chicago. We're playing a team like the Rams. We have to be able to run the ball. What did we do in all those games? Abandon the run for absolutely zero reason. And this is no knock on Dak Prescott. Y'all know I love Dak. I think Dak is our franchise quarterback. But there comes a time in the day where you need to throw the ball. Yeah, he's still struggling a little bit, though. What, yeah, well, yeah, when the whole game is on your shoulders and you have to play catch so up. So if you the franchise, so what? What do you mean, so what? I go go ask Aaron Rodgers if that's okay. He does it. No, he does not. He don't do it all the time. No. He don't do it all the time, but he does. But do you believe in that? Do you When you see Aaron Rodgers, do you believe when you're saying he could do it? When you watch no. him, do you think he could you do it? You know why? Because I don't defy, I don't defy what I'm lie. seeing the stats. Aaron Rodgers. I ain't talking about no damn stats. I, I'm talking about the losses? When you watch him. I'm talking about when, when you watch him and you see Aaron Rodgers, do you think like on a drive uh, at the game where you think you're not Aaron watching Rodgers Aaron Rodgers, then, my guy? You're not. You cannot be watching the Packers over the last four years and sitting here saying that Aaron Rodgers single-handedly is carrying this 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 offense to some type of this team to some type of success. He who is not. Is, who else is carrying that team? Because it damn sure ain't been Look, nobody else on that team. Man, that and what, been and okay. what have they done? They ain't did nothing, but the only reason why exactly. they're competitive is because they're not, of him. Though, but they're not competitive. That's my point. They but haven't. Like, no, they were terrible last year, and then last year, year, the year before that, they were like six and whatever it was, seven and nine or something like that. And the year before, they went to the playoffs, lost. I'm, listen, man, you cannot do I, it by I'm yourself. I'm saying the reason why they have been competitive is because of him. That listen, is the fact. Listen, the the whole point is. I don't care if you're a franchise quarterback or not. You cannot continually have your quarterback out here trying to dig themselves out of a double-digit lead every single game. You just yeah, can't true. do it. I and and, and when you, in my opinion, I think we are putting ourselves in that hole by abandoning what's working half the time. Whether it be against the Vikings where the pass was working and we abandoned it, or whether it be when the running is working and we abandon it. This team has no flow offensively, and it's it's sickening. It's absolutely. It has no type of flow. It can't figure itself out, and I think it's because these guys have just given up. I won't say given up. I don't want to say that, Cowboys Nation, because they're going to go out there and they're going to play hard. But I don't think they have confidence in this scheme any longer. Don't believe me? Go pop on the tape. Don't believe me? Go see what the players, how the players felt when we threw a goddamn pass on third and two to a fullback that doesn't have a single reception all year. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And that's me. Yeah, that's that's that's, <sighs> that's pathetic. Should have kept Keith Smith. Yeah, because then you wouldn't. Have, Keith Smith wouldn't was such a good fullback, in he, my opinion. He was a great fullback, and he could catch the ball. He could play special teams. That could he block. Was, he could and, do everything. And hey, we need a guy to go play linebacker. You can do that too. And yep. He was cheap, and he and he loved the playing with Dallas. He was a Cowboys guy. Instead, we give an extension, three-year extension, to a to fullback a who what? who has zero rushing yards. Zero passing yards, and he plays like seven snaps a game. And he did the same thing against Indy. Even even worse than that, he dropped a short touchdown. That's what I'm saying. Oh, man. It's, Pathetic. It's it's a strange, bizarre. Free Blake Jarwin. Free Blake. Yes, we didn't even <laughs> talk about old man Wick. Old Jack Wick. Yeah, old Jack see, Wick they, might you know, go back into the booth. They, they, you know, they keep on talking to me. They keep on getting mad at me, but I don't care. I'm going to keep on talking about it. I'm going to keep on bringing it up. I'm so going to keep it. on bringing it up because I don't care if y'all get mad at me because he needs. He shouldn't have came back. There was no – he didn't do any – he didn't add anything to the team this year. I agree. Absolutely nothing. nothing. He added nothing to the team this year. All, I don't want to hear about the leadership and none of that crap. If he honest, add anything and, to and the team. Honestly, he held anything – he held back. If you want to say, oh, a blocking this, blocking that, go get you a blocking tight end. Then. <laughs> you know what you I'm saying? You could have got a blocking you tight end. You could have went and got one of those. 
you got rid of a tight end who I thought could have did something. Lucas, I thought he could have been a good addition he with Blake Jarwin. Hey, he was playing good. He would have been better he than Yes, he would have done a lot better. His numbers would have been better. He would have added more than Witten. And at the end of the day, you still have him progressing, a progress stopper to I don't even think Dalton Schultz is anything, but you still need to He's see what you had in him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You still need to see what you had in him because you drafted him in the fourth round. But yet you, oh, come on back, Witten. We love you. We love you. Come on. And then you're going to get some freaking 10 hand class because Witten's over there pointing at people and yelling and screaming at people on the this field. But you ain't adding nothing. You ain't you ain't adding nothing to the field, Witten. I, I I respect you being a Hall of Famer, getting that Hall of Fame. But right now you are you're not doing anything with Dallas, and you you didn't need to come back. No. You 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 stopped the progress of Blake Jarwin. You stopped the progress of them drafting a possible tight end. You got uh, Lucas cut, and now you stopped the progress of them being able to see what they have in uh, Dalton Schultz. Well. They wit and autumn. They better figure something out this week because at six and seven, it's looking bleak. And like I said, I know in a win loss it doesn't matter, but this is why I think this game matters is, is for morale. It's a psyche. It's for morale. Yep, yep. Because if if, if if you lose this game again and you're going into Philly, and if Philly what? wins, beats the Eagles. I'm sorry, beats the um, Redskins. And I think the Eagles. Are, I think the Eagles are bad. They have yeah. no receivers. But they're, but they're gonna be chomping their yes. they're gonna be yeah. chomping at the bit against us. They're gonna be going nutty. Uh, ready. It's and, gonna have that forty four six feel when we went in there for the division. <laughs> I ain't saying we're gonna lose like that, but I'm just saying yeah, but the it atmosphere. Just feels the way you know that the way the the we're in the media right now, the feel of the team, it just doesn't feel right. Like I listen to these guys and they can talk everything in the media, Dak and all them. They do, but I'm sorry, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't. It doesn't feel right. You ask them, they'll say we have the right attitude. But yeah, no, you don't. It don't feel right. You can't fool me. It don't feel right, and that's why I just don't have this. uh, And I'm not even trying to be pessimistic. I just feel like I've been a Cowboys around the Cowboys, knowing and watching this team intently for since I've been like six or seven years old. So I feel like I know this pulse, and when I keep watching this team. Just don't feel like they're going to make this run. I could be wrong, but just the when you just look at them, your boy it's Jerry like they don't believe it either. Your boy Jerry thinks they can flip it. He said, "Uh, of course he's going <laughs> to think that because he wants nothing more than to keep Jason Garrett." This is what he, he said. Does not want to get rid of Jason Garrett. He said it has enough talent, it has enough fire, it has an, it has enough invested in this preparation. They have worked all season. We are reasonably healthy. In my opinion, he's like, once again putting pressure on Jason Garrett, but he won't deliver on the pressure he's putting on his coach. It but, I no mean, what else is he going to say? He runs everything, right? So, of course, he's going to be in the media talking that mumbo-jumbo. Yeah, that's what what else does. is he going to say? You know what I mean? This is his boy wonder. He don't want to give up on his project. He wants Jason Garrett. You don't, think he wants nothing, you don't think he think he wants nothing better for Garrett to come out of this and win it and win it like that? He would like nothing better because then he can look at everybody else like, I told y'all, I told you. And if you say anything bad about Jason Garrett, I don't have the patience to jack with you today. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Jerry. I'm just, I, we just trying to tell you. We just trying to tell you that your coach got some issues, man. I don't like your attitude. I don't care. I mean, it is what it is, Jerry. I mean, that's what it is, dog. Like, and Jerry, man. I'm going to get this goddamn Cowboys in order. Okay? I'm tired of losing. I'm tired of my Philadelphia Eagle fan friends. You can't talk trash when you barely beat the Giants, but guess what? You can't talk trash when we are six and seven. And we, I mean, I can't. I hate it because I can't even talk trash no more. I'm just oh, quiet. No, hell no. I just been sitting there, just listening to everybody, just come in my inbox and go ham on me. I just like, mm-hmm. but you know what's funny? My peoples who've been relentless on me. When I agree, disagree with them, they'll they'll talk normal football with me. I appreciate them. <laughs> like, I, pre- I appreciate those who don't just troll twenty four seven. Yeah, just don't. They'll come at me like I got a few of them go I ham just had on to me. Block somebody that was doing and, that. And it was like, oh y'all suck, blah blah blah. The worst division, blah blah. I'm like, yeah, we we pretty terrible, and the, the division sucks too. And they're like, oh okay, well, what do you think about it? You think you're going to beat Philly? And I'm like, okay, see, we could talk football. Yeah, but some ones that I, nah, yeah, that's what I thought. You sorry, cowgirls. You sorry, cowgirls. <laughs> you cowgirls. Cowgirls ain't win nothing. Cowgirls, cowgirls, Like, cowgirls, sir, can cowgirls, we talk cowgirls. football or we're just going to be cowgirls? No cowgirls. Oh, okay. No cowgirls. Nice to no know cowgirls. you. No cowgirls. Block. Exactly. <laughs> blocker, blocker. Period. That's what we give you. Blocker, blocker. I ain't got time for these trolls. All right, man. Listen, that's Cowboys versus... Rams tell of the tape game this Sunday. Are we four o'clock? Most likely. I don't even know. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> most likely. We're the Cowboys, man. They are, they ain't putting us on one o'clock against the Rams. Hell Probably no, gonna be America's game of the week. Time. Yeah, but it's prime time. Look, Chicago Cowboys, one of the highest rated games and the highest Thursday night football game I think ever, which is weird. That's weird. Two six and six teams. Two six and six teams, the highest rated. And you know why? Because Michael Irvin says, you either love us or you hate us, but you will tune in and tune in to watch the Cowboys. That's why they're America's team. Because they love to hate us. Yeah, you either love us or you hate us. And that's the truest thing. If Michael Irvin said anything truer in life, that's the truest thing he's ever said in his life. Yeah. The playmaker. love us or hate us, but you will tune in. <laughs> you will tune in. That's that sounds like our podcast. You probably either love us or you hate, or you hate us, us. But you're gonna tune but in. But you will tune in. Oh yeah. You, you, you like them voices, I think y'all do. Yeah, we, we give y'all the truth. No matter if you it, it don't matter if you like it or not, we give y'all the truth. We say it every episode. It's the man. truth up in here, man. Yeah. Man, All right, any damn sure ain't being no homers. No, oh, gosh, no. If you listen to this podcast, you know we ain't no homers. Hell no. Any parting shots, big game, James. Uh, nah, man. I, I'm just. I don't want to. I don't want to say this about this season. I just. It's tough. It's tough to get up for. Three more games. <laughs> maybe, maybe playoffs. It might be four. Might be five. It might, it might, might be on this glorious run. Show me. I will be the most the first seventy nine team to go to the. <laughs> nah. Seahawks did it in twenty ten. Seahawks. No, no, no. I'm yeah. talking about the Super Bowl, bro. Oh, that would be nutty. Yeah, that would. That That'd would be crazy. We didn't even touch on it in this episode. We probably when, will. Um, when pigs fly. <laughs> right. We didn't touch on the uh, coaching rumors, the, the the Urban Myers and the Tony Elliott's. And all uh, that stuff. That's so a whole what? Yeah. That's exactly. a whole nother episode. That's a whole because nother episode. Because just... right now, nothing's going to change. We're keeping Jason Garrett. But we'll because see. I'll just say one thing on that. That, to me, is not a, a, a exciting situation. While every Cowboys fan is exciting just because everybody wants Garrett. I don't on. think it, it's not an exciting situation to me. Because if that man I don't think it's exciting not, to the Cowboy fans. It's not exciting to me because if that man does not let him get his own staff, it, it's over. Yeah, it's a wait and see when the season's over. It's over. I'm just telling you that right now. You know, Skywalker, if he doesn't let that man get his own people, it's going to be very interesting. It's a wrap. Let me just touch it's on it real quick before we head out. It's going to be interesting who he hire, who he hires. If he hires, in my opinion, an Urban Meyer, I think I, I feel confident in Urban being able to do what he wants to do. But if it's somebody, a young cat, good luck, That's bro. Why I don't want no, I don't want no dude from Clemson. <laughs> good luck. I, oh, Tony Elliott already came out and said, "Excuse me, the Cowboys." He said, "Man, listen, I, don't, I ain't ready for that." Hell no. Nah. Why would you want that? You <laughs> want some inexperienced who, college who the, coach? I don't think he wants this it. shit. Somebody Excuse brought that up. Somebody brought up his name, and, and like he said, he said there ain't no truth. To Come on, man. Y'all believe? He said y'all believe that. He said, I want that pressure. And they're talking about even with Lincoln Riley that people said they don't think he's leaving because he's got it too good. Why would you leave where you got it good? You got it good at Oklahoma, they dog. Lincoln, you got though. it. They love you. Well, well Oklahoma well, loves them, too. Dallas loves Lincoln. I'm just saying. I, I get those coaches that want challenges. Here's here's why I can see a, a Lincoln a Lincoln Riley leaving the college because he because listen listen he's young and he, if he fails in in the NFL so what he will be he would be heralded in college football they would come right back for him if he fails we've seen that happen all the he time he can still Pete Carroll Nick Saban uh, uh the cat that that was at Arkansas came to Atlanta um Lane Kiffin all these guys they 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 jump from the college ranks to the NFL they fail and they go back it's like it's nothing. Steve Spurrier. I ain't, well, I ain't saying about that. I'm just saying. So that's why I'm saying that's why a guy like Lincoln Riley, I can see taking the He's jump. just going to say the same thing with Lincoln Riley. I like your innovative mind. And we're real innovative in the league, and I want that innovative mind. I'm going to pick on your people, and I'm going to draft all your players, and then you, I just I need know. that innovative mind. You don't know that. He's the other yeah. one. It's only a few Dude, coaches. I don't give a hell. This Jerry Jones, You're dog. right. You're right. But there's a few 24 coaches. 24 years. I'm not believing anything you say with that. You don't even know okay. what I'm saying. <laughs> Go ahead. Whatever you're saying. It's don't only a few it. coaches that I think w- w- could have a little leeway because we've seen it. We've seen uh, Bill Parcells have a ton of yes, leeway with why? Them. And, and he still meddled. And he Bill Parcells told him, I, I want to do this the whole thing my way. And what did he do? I'm getting you T.O. He said, I don't want him. He still got him. And, and who's Bill Parcells blaming T.O. for anything under Parcells? I'm no just one. telling you, it's just the point. I hear you, but all I'm saying is, if you, if you calm down about your hatred for Jerry I, I, Jones, I don't hate Jerry Jones because we're going to be looking for coaches in the. Hate, 
We're going to be looking care. for coaches in the offseason, and we can't sit here and be like, well, whoever they hire or whatever, don't watch the season. Like, we're going to have to talk about the coaches that they hire. Yeah, you're going to have to talk about them, but all right. I'm saying is this. I'm not – don't hate on Jerry Jones, but this is 24 years and running. Get, right, like, yeah. like well, then NWA. it's pointless. You're right. It's pointless to talk about – Whatever the, the the action, the decisions he makes, if it's just it's twenty four years, Jerry's here. I, I I get it, man. Yeah, no. I love you, Jerry. I get. <laughs> <laughs> we might take. Where that you one at, out. Steven? <laughs> Let's wrap this thing up, man. Will McClay is general manager. Shoot, he might be the head coach. <laughs> Will McClay, head coach. That you know that wouldn't shock me. I know it's random, but it would not shock me if, if I Will can McClay. see Stephen Jones being the the. Running everything and putting Will McClay as a general man. When manager. Stephen becomes the head of this team, he ain't going. He's going not going to be nothing like his dad. He's going to hire a general manager, or he'll be the general manager, but he I will delegate. Not. I don't. I don't want him to be the general manager either. Just he'll he'll delegate. Manager. I feel like he'll delegate. But all right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Make sure y'all check us out. Uh, Big game. Tell them where they can find you. Big game, James. Silver and Blue Nation. We're on every, every all the platforms: YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Everywhere. Twitter, all that good stuff. So check us out. Speak the truth over there too. You yes, can't sir. handle the truth. We just talk it. I just, you know, keep it, keep it, try to keep it as real as I can. And if y'all like talking like that, then come on over. If y'all like that saturated bull jive, go, go holla at don't, Mickey. Don't, don't, yeah, don't come over here. <laughs> uh, that's ain't, facts. ain't nobody on that. Facts. You can find me on Facebook as well. Also on Twitter at Because Cowboys and YouTube. Skywalker still try to get you some uh, videos uploaded on there. And like you said, man, we just try to give y'all the truth, man. Y'all, if y'all, if y'all don't like it, it's so be it. But that's what there we do is. here on Stargaze Cowboys Podcast. And with mm-hmm. that said, we are out. Peace. Peace.